you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Because when you get uncomfortable, in a sense, it's going to help you take that action, what you need. And then when you take that action, you can kind of say, I won't say magic, but that's when the transformation happens. And you will probably, I will probably say, hmm, I should have did that a long time ago. All I had to do is just take that small action. Hello and welcome to the Shift Your Day Job podcast. I'm Brittany Cates, your host and companion on this incredible journey of career transformation. Get ready for inspiring stories, valuable insights, and a roadmap to shift your mindset towards a more fulfilling professional life. In each episode, we explore the remarkable journeys of individuals who made the leap from one career to another. As we navigate through these stories together, you'll find motivation, strategies, and the confidence to pursue your dreams. Whether you're feeling stuck, contemplating a change, or just seeking a dose of inspiration, this podcast is your weekly companion. Tune in every Thursday as we uncover the secrets to shifting your day job. I'm Brittany Cates, and I'm here to guide you on your path to a more fulfilling career. Hello, and welcome to the Shift Your Day Job podcast. I'm Brittany Cates, your host, and I'm so grateful that you're here. I've been looking forward to this interview because LaQuisha Britt and I, first of all, share a Brit in our names. But second of all, we were both in the You Are Techie program together, but I have never actually talked to her in person. So I was really excited to do that, get to know her better and learn more about her journey and maybe what brought her to the You Are Techie space. LaQuisha is an international best-selling author. She's a podcaster and a professional development strategist coach. She's also worked as an insurance professional for a Fortune 100 company. She's experienced various career changes within the last 20 years and believes that a successful career change involves a desire of wanting more, maintaining a strong mindset, and utilizing a strong support system. Please join me in welcoming LaQuisha Britt to the podcast. Hi, LaQuisha. Thank you for joining me on my podcast today. How are you doing? I am doing well. Thank you so much, Brittany. I enjoyed the opportunity. I'm so excited to be here today. Yeah, I'm really glad to meet you. We have been in a, the same circles for a little while, but we have not met yet. So this is really nice to finally put a face to a name. So absolutely. Same here. Well, LaQuisha, if you can start out by introducing yourself and just talking a little bit about your career change journey. I know you've done a few pivots, right, over the years. So kind of tell us a little bit about that and then where you are right now. Absolutely. Well, my name is LaQuisha Britt. Currently, uh, I am an insurance professional for a Fortune 100 company. I'm also an entrepreneur. And um, I shifted my career uh, a couple of times within the last 20 years. Now, the first time when I shifted my career, it was a medical issue. It was something like I had to take care of myself, no ifs, ands, or buts, because what happened was I commuted from home to work every day. So that's like a 45-minute drive. And the um, emergency that I had, I couldn't drive for a while. So it was like, okay, you have to go to work or you have to get terminated. Which one do you do? And so I just resigned from that career and I was forced to do that. 
But at the same time, I was forced to take more better care of myself and stop just stressing and stressing and stressing. Because we as women, we always put a lot on ourselves, right? And that was just a wake-up call for me. Okay, you have to take a deep look at this and just slow down. So that was like my first experience where I was forced to leave the career. But when I was forced to leave my first career, it led me into my second career of education, which I was in there for about seven years or so, enjoying everything that I did. But I knew that I was called to do more. I was called to do more. And so when I realized that, I was like, in 2017, okay, I want to do something different. I saw a conference that I liked, right? And I went there, I connected with like-minded people, got in contact with my first visionary coach and everything just kind of like started from there. Even though she was an entrepreneur and I was still working. And a matter of fact, she was working her day job while working her business as well. So that's basically in a nutshell how I got started. That's awesome. So what was it about her that drew you to take her on as a coach and kind of start that journey of the life coaching aspect that not everybody actually has experience with? Yeah, absolutely. And so when I was there, I was like shy. I was like, oh my goodness. I was shy. I was like, well, I don't want to bother you or anything like that. She's like, come on, sit with us. And I mean, it was just her vibe. I mean, she was a God-fearing woman and she had a genuine heart. And so that's what it was all about. And a matter of fact, once I joined her program, that's how I got my first speaking opportunity. Even though I was trying to build my business on the side, I was still working my nine to five as well. So I had just had someone to model from. So yeah, so it was just, I, I just admire her and she was willing to work with me. And I was just excited that I met somebody hey, that was doing something totally different than I was doing. And I just enjoy how she was doing everything. Yeah, that's great. So tell us a little bit about what your business is that you're doing currently. Absolutely. So the business that I started, because I was in a visionary uh, mastermind, I started a web design business. I started that in 2018. I launched my website and then I talked at her conference about my journey and everything like that. And so that's the beginning. And once I spoke at her conference, I landed my first client right then and there. And so I'm still doing that. I'm revamping everything, but I'm taking a different journey because see, in the beginning, I was like, okay, I've been there and I've done that and I have arrived. But as you walk through this journey, Brittany, everybody's going to realize you have not arrived. It's always going to be like a little crook and turn and everything like that. So I've still built websites, but it's going to be with a different twist. In 2024, I'm definitely going to do something different towards that. But that was the beginning. But the, just to rewind, within the last, I will say, year or so, I got more into personal development because I had to kind of like pay attention to things that just brought me joy. Not saying that website design doesn't bring me joy. It definitely do because I took on a skill that I forgot 20 years ago. And when I took it back up, it was like second nature to me. So I know I was meant to do it. But I was like, okay, personal development is something more to this. It's something more to this. 
And so what I started doing within the last year or so, I started gratitude challenges. And so I'm a personal development strategist coach as well, because I just want to help people shift their focus and slay. So that gives them permission to strategically launch the awesomeness of their selves so they can achieve their goals. So I'm doing gratitude challenges, building digital courses and everything like that, more so on the personal development side. And that's what lights me up. And then when people come and tell me, hey, what you did impacted me. Thank you so much. That just, oh, that just lights me up. Yes, I understand. Well, that's amazing. And I'm so glad that you're here on my podcast because that's part of my goal too, to help people with the personal development side, the mindset shift so that they believe that a career change or any other significant life change is a possibility and that they can actually go for it. So I love that. That is also where your headspace is. Can you talk a little bit more about your journey shifting your mindset when it came to starting that web design business? And that could be taken as like a website design business and career because, see, I still work my nine to five, which I'm an insurance professional. So that works both ways. At the end of the day, I realized that there was more for Laquisha. And so in order for me to get all of this out of my head that I was thinking, I like to journal. I'm a girl that likes to write. Pen and paper is my thing. You'll see me going to the store. I have a stack of journals. but I recognize is I wanted more, right? And I realized like I'm out of alignment somehow and I kept forcing the fit where I was at and it's not working. I'm unhappy. I have anxiety on Sunday nights before I go to work on Monday mornings. I knew it was just more. I recognized that I wanted more. A, B, I just took action. In the beginning, I always wanted everything to be perfect. But we know we can't do that all the time. I had to pump my brakes a little bit and just said, listen, I don't care if you take a small action, you take an action towards your goal. So that's what started it for me, realizing that I wanted more and just taking action, even if I had to research. That's something I did different that I didn't do on yesterday. Apply for this job, right? Or even talk to someone that's in the field hook up with somebody on LinkedIn. And in regards to the business, join a Facebook group that's going to help me. So there's so many ways that you could just take small action steps. Like an old mentor told me, it's incremental gains. I like that. Yes. Yeah. Incremental gains. My career coach told me, take the one next right step for you. That's right. That's yeah. Right. But I like the incremental gains as well. How did you know that you were out of alignment? Just the anxiety and the unhappiness, the situations that was going on, not having enough time freedom for my family. And so what inspired that change was like diving deeper into my why. I know that I wanted to work from home. That was my main thing. I wanted to work from home because that will eliminate you know, getting up, well, I still get up and do the basic things, work out or, you know, get dressed. I still do those things, but I don't have to commute. So that's something I really wanted. That's what inspired me, more time freedom. Awesome. Yeah. And 
I also, I love that you mentioned some of the small steps that you can take or that people can take to move in a direction because those are similar things to what I did as well. Reaching out to somebody that's in the field you think you might be interested in, getting more information that way, networking, connecting in groups. So there are strategies. And I feel like for me, the networking piece was maybe the hardest hurdle to kind of get over. Did you experience that at all? Or were you just like, no, I, I'm doing this. The networking doesn't scare me. <laughs> yes, I will say, I think it scared me. But in the beginning, I mentioned to you, I'm an insurance professional, meaning that I'm doing sales. So when you're in sales, you can't be nervous. You have to do what you have to do. And so building that rapport, that's the main thing. Now, when you're networking and like you're face to face, I always suggest, hey, you know, share some commonalities, right? Because when I started doing uh, my job, I didn't know anybody and just networking. Okay. Oh, you from South Carolina? Oh, okay. All right. I'm here too. All right. How long have you been there? So just the little stuff, just to build that rapport. And once you build that rapport and get to know somebody, then I feel you can get a little bit more out of them. Thanks. I like that tip. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yes, ma'am. Can you talk a little bit about how you overcame any self-doubt that you had in the process of career change and some advice you might have for people feeling the same way that you might have felt at the time? Overcoming self-doubt. I will have to say this. Prayer is the number one thing. I take everything to God first. You see, I take it to God first. I don't take it to my best friend. I don't take it to my parents. I take it to God first because he already knows what's meant for me. He is in the room where other conversations are taking place and I'm not there. So he know how to orchestrate things and make things better than I can. So number one, it would be prayer all the time. Isaiah 41.10 is my favorite scripture, by the way. So that's what's got me through a lot of stuff. But continue to take action. That's another piece as well. Incremental gains, that's key. And then if you want to track that, if you want to journal the actions that you took, you can see like maybe six months or a year from now how far you have come. So when you approach that situation again, hey, I did this before. So that's another thing. Take things one step at a time. Sometimes I tell my customers you have to take one minute at a time because things are not going to be easy. But once you just take a breather, sometimes you just have to take a minute, take a breather, breathe in, breathe out, and take it one minute at a time. And then connecting with the like-minded people. I mean, because what you go through, somebody else may go through as well. So when you have that right person, that support system, that helps as well. Those are awesome strategies. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. When you're talking about find like-minded people, there's some statistic out there that you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And I think especially when you're trying to make a change in your life, it's really important to find that support system. That's Mm -hmm. probably not in your immediate circle right now because you're taking a different path than maybe what your family has done or 
the people that are closest to you. And so you need some new perspective and probably to keep you going. Yes, definitely. Definitely. So because they don't understand, like the people that are close to you, they know you for you. That's all they know. And so it might scare them when you taking a different path. You know, they admire you and they don't mean no harm. They admire you when you taking that path. And sometimes that fear may come in and they don't want you to do it. So that's why it's best to seek. Like when I met my coach, I went out of state. I didn't do anything locally. I went out of state. So once you meet that new vibe, new tribe, I like to say, oh yeah, the different perspectives, you hit it right on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're talking about family in general, the idea of they want to keep you safe because they're coming from a space of this is what they know is safe. And I just think that that's really interesting because I do think that sometimes it's hard to hear from someone that you're close to that you value their opinions. I think it's just interesting to shift that perspective instead of like being frustrated with them, realizing that, no, they're they're doing it out of a space of loving you and wanting to keep you safe and appreciating that and then being able to say, thank you, but. I'm doing this instead. Yes. I mean, and you may not understand it right now, but I promise you'll understand it later. You know, something along that line. All right. Can you discuss a tough moment in your transition and how you stayed resilient during that tough time? Oh, I remember this like yesterday. Yes, yes. When I first got out of the training, and I took my first sale call. I cried. Ooh, it was that ugly cry. No one saw it, though. <laughs> no one saw it but me. But it was just that fear just coming in. I was like, it just put us on. Am I, am I taking the call today? I cried because it was that fear. I was like, fear, no, I can do this. That type of thing. But I was like, okay. And I got myself together. I mean, the man above, he got me together. And how I was resilient with it, I guess, was, okay, you got everything that you need. You were chosen to be here for a reason, right? And then also, you're going to have the coaching from the people that uh, help train you, that help skill you up. And then also, you're going to have extra time since you're brand new to get what you need. Everything is going to work out when you get there. I think we so worry, for me, sometimes I worry so much about the unknown, but I had to retrain myself. No, just think about everything in the moment. Think about it in the moment. So that's how I overcame it. Just knowing that it's going to work out in my favor. I got over that tough cry, though. <laughs> I got through it. But everything's working out. So I'm really happy for the decision that I made. I will never turn back. I, well, I won't, I won't say I won't ever go in that career field again because you may never know what's for us. But I'm glad I moved forward. Let's say it that way. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. It makes me think of whatever is put into your heart there for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so finding reassurance that it's there for a reason and that you will be okay and you'll be guided along the way as long as you continue to take each step forward. That's right. And the one thing about taking 
intentional action is you learn so much from doing. We can think all day long about it, but it's in the action where the revelation will come. And so I think that's maybe a big, big hurdle for a lot of people is we stay stuck in our head instead of taking the step forward. Do you have anything to speak to that? Oh, wow. I sure do. When you take that action, that's when that transformation happens. So you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Because when you get uncomfortable, in a sense, it's going to help you take that action what you need. And then when you take that action, you can kind of say, I won't say magic, but that's when the transformation happens. And you will probably, I will probably say, hmm, I should have did that a long time ago. All I had to do was just take that small action. So definitely, I am agree with you 100% on that. Awesome. Can you talk about building a support system and seeking guidance? You did mention you went to that conference and you then started with a coach. But what are some ways that you helped continue to build your support system along your career journey? I would say being in sales and talking with people every day, it really helped build my muscle in regards to building rapport. Because, A, I'm talking to people that I don't know. So, hey, if they're not in the mood to talk, I got to kind of warm them up a little bit so they'll talk to me. And so just when you build a support system, I think it equals to building the rapport. And you can start with something little talking about, I can say, hi, um, Brittany, how are you today? And then once I make a little talk with you, you ready for the holidays? Just to get you talking a little bit. And then once I get you talking a little bit, then you can kind of bring on a question in regards to that topic in regards to the uh, career. And so that's one thing. And networking in different organizations on Facebook, do that with caution though. Not saying Facebook is a bad thing, but it's just a lot of stuff just going on. So you have to be very selective and very careful of who you let in your space, right? Very careful. But if you're going to network professionally, LinkedIn to me is the best way to go. Best way to go. And NASDAQ Entrepreneur Center is another one. If anybody want to take that down, I just graduated their program. I was in cohort 153. So that's for the entrepreneur space. Like if you're working full time and you want to focus on a new business, that's another one as well. And that is free through Wells Fargo. So that's another one. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> but those are the main things. Just building that rapport. Don't be afraid to build the rapport and make the conversation. Yes, it could be nerve-wracking because you don't know like, oh my goodness, this person may not like me. I don't know what they're going to think. Ooh, I don't know what they're going to say, but just making that small talk with them. Break the ice. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Can yeah. you think of any examples of people that you started that way with and now you continue to be in contact with them regularly? I can go back to when I was in the Milestone Circles. That's part of NASDAQ Entrepreneurial Center. So what I did was in my cohort, I connected with someone. We all was divided in circles and I connected with this one particular person. And I just reached out to her. We talked and I asked her, hey, she does meditations. Do you want to do a meditation session on my gratitude challenge this year? 
that was a yes, a definite yes. It was a five-day challenge. And I mean, I got it done, but I made small talk with her. We talked about things that we had in common, our goals and everything. And I, I said, you know what? I just had an idea. Let me ask her. This can help people. So when you collaborate with others and you think their skills and talents is going to help somebody else, that's another way. That's awesome. Yeah. And another thing that you're doing in that moment is you're serving her as much as she is serving you. Yes. Yes. So making sure that in that network process, you're showing how you can add value and help them with their business or with whatever they're doing. And then it's easier to maybe say, no, can you help me with this? You know, like the, this give and take kind of relationship instead of just a take relationship. Exactly. It's, you got to help each other. And so now that she did that for me, I go into her community and I listen to her meditation. You um, I sit in her meditation sessions, I should say. But it's that type of thing. And then another person that was part of the challenge, she's like, Laquisha, I want to do a book club. What you do? Absolutely, yes. That's an absolute yes. So, yeah, you support each other. Definitely. I love those examples and how you've been able to benefit from those relationships in the process, not just for your business, but personally. So, Yeah, me switching careers, it up-leveled me in a sense in that rapport building because I do it more now. Just like that. I mean, on my calls, when they audit my calls, I get feedback from the auditors and my supervisor. You did a great job building a report on this call. You made the process seem very seamless. Keep up the good work. I was like, it was all worth it. From that one day that I was crying, that ugly cry, I was scared to talk because that fear crept in. Like, am I going to be successful in this? Because I went back on a past trauma and not trying to switch gears, but went back on a past trauma because I was in insurance before, but it didn't quite work out. But I think the intentions of the persons that I was under wasn't not as truly as genuine with who I'm with now, if that makes sense. So that's why I say you have to be very protective of who you allow in your space. Yes, I like that reminder. In your case, it wasn't that you couldn't do the job. Mm-hmm. It was the the environment that you were in, right? You were still so capable of doing the job well, but that fear was left over because of that, that experience, exactly. right? Yeah. So really being able to shift your mindset and start believing in yourself and not letting other people get in the way of your success. Thank you for sharing by the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have any practical tips or resources for our listeners when it comes to shifting their mindset to a new career? You did mention a couple of things already, but if there's anything else. Yeah. And I may reiterate. So anything I reiterate, that means it's key. So I'm going to make this into a homework assignment. I'm like, I'm like, yes. So really, to be honest with you, journal that that's what I have to say journal and back to when we were in our group that we shared together 
the first thing that we did when we journaled was what? Brain dump. So you have to get rid of all that clutter that's in your head. And I teach that in my gratitude challenges as well. Get rid of all of this that's in your head. Put that on paper. Doesn't matter what it is. Don't worry about it. You're not going to be judged by it. Really, was you write down that paper's between you and God. So brain dump, let it all go. Once you brain dump, you can take about five or 10 minutes. Sometimes it might take me longer. Okay, but be easy on yourself. Have some grace. Don't beat yourself up. Do what you have to do. That's number one, brain dump. Number two, what do you really want? And I'm going to share an example for myself. When I did this exercise, I had to analyze, what do I really want? Because where I'm at now is not working. So I said, I want to work from home. That was my main point. Even when we was in that program together, I want to work from home. That's number one. I wanted more time freedom because I have twins and they're graduating this year. And so I wanted to do more for them by having that time freedom. And I wanted more of a work community that was supportive. Not saying people in my last career was support, but I want more support. I want to do more. And you see, I'm using the word more because you can't stay stuck all the time. You can't stay where you at. Because when you comfortable and you stay in your comfort zone, that's kind of dangerous. You have to allow yourself to get comfortable being uncomfortable. So that's number two. What do you really want? And I want it to work from home. And I did affirmations too. I am a work at home mom. And that Sunday afternoon when that job popped up online and I apply for it because I took action. When I took action, you, okay, let's go ahead and do this interview online here. Pass that. Went to the next one. Okay, I passed that. Face-to-face interview. I passed that. Guess what, LaQuisha? We want to hire you. Okay, so what do you really want? Number two. Number three, define success for yourself. Don't look at everybody else, what everybody else is doing. That scrolling on the social media, not my fan. (laughs) Because I'm comparing myself to others. No, don't compare yourself to others. What does success look like for you, Brittany? What does it look like for me, LaQuisha? What does it look like for you? And I will talk about that. Let's say um, on the business side, hey, I want uh, to make $10,000 per month, okay? So if that's success for you, that's the definition of success for you at that time, right? If you want to work a job and your business alongside each other, if that's success for you, that's success for you. Because you have to remember, whoever you compare yourself to, they probably went through so much to get where they at. You can't allow yourself, let's say you've been in a career for five months. You can't let your five months compare to their 30 years. Okay, so define success for yourself. Number three, research those opportunities. I'll talk about the tech end. We were in, you are taking, you got skill crush. You could apply for different jobs online. Those are different things. So just find things that aligns to what you want to do and research those opportunities. Again, make sure you journal this down 
Because sometimes if you don't journal it and if you don't write it down, you will forget. And I can't say it enough. Take action. Take action. You have to. Because that's when the transformation happens. What I'll do too, I'll just share this with you all. This is for all the moms out there. I participated in an anthology. This was last year. The Visionary is Anika Cohen. It was like seven of us, we got together. And the name of the book is called The Startup. So if you're interested, you can go on my website, LaquishaBritt.com. But it's success stories of single mothers striving in a career, business, and ministry. So let's say you want to leverage. If you want to shift your mindset and you want to leverage, let's say you want to still keep your job and do your business alongside. I'm going to give you four tips out of here. You have to get the rest of them in the book. So I'm going to give you the top four tips. And I probably mentioned some of this already. Again, so just whatever you take out of this, whatever I repeat again, that means it's going to be helpful to you. Make sure you take caution in that. So number one, lean on God first always. This is my top message for being a mom, balancing a career, and entrepreneurship. So number one, lean on God always. He has the plan already. Number two, I just said it. What you want, pursue that dream. Do not pursue the dreams that others want you to pursue. We just talked about our family wanting to protect us. No, you have to do what Brittany wants to do. I have to do what LaQuisha wants to do. I have to do what brings us fulfillment and what is going to light the light in others. All right. Number three. I just said it. Stop comparing yourself to others. You see, everything is coming together. And I promise you, <laughs> I did not remember these tips in order. So this, I'm telling you, it's coming together here, right? Stop comparing yourselves together. Stay in your own lane. It's kind of like you're driving on the interstate. You don't want to go to the left. You might hit somebody. If you go a little bit to the right, you might hit somebody again. So it's best to not be distracted and worry about what person A is doing, your person B, and this is person C. Navigate in your own lane, okay? Number four, connect yourself with like-minded people to help achieve your career and business goals. This is most important, Brittany. It is okay if I connect with somebody that is 10 to 20 steps ahead of me because guess what? They already experienced what I experienced so they can take me for where I'm at and get me to my next. Absolutely. I love that you didn't know or you didn't remember what was in the book. And that was I the mean, message. Exactly. <laughs> I just love that. So when you were talking about determine what you want and define success for yourself, the determine what you want piece I just want to say you can be as unrealistic as you want. That's right. Just whatever you want. Don't try to be like, well, I want to work from home, but I don't really know if this career would let, like, just throw all that aside. And what do you really want? Right. Just write it all out. What would be the ideal in your mind? And then I love the idea of defining success for yourself because we're told by so many outside voices what success really looks like. 
And it's so important to come back to yourself and really reflect on what it is that you want. And don't be afraid to change your mind along the way. Like you think this is what success looks like for you right now, but maybe it winds up being a little bit different and probably better than you even That's right. anticipated. Or maybe you're in the next step. Maybe $10,000 a month is great right now, but then down the line, that's no longer, I mean, you've reached that goal. You're done, right? Like, right. what's the next? So don't be afraid to continue to redefine what success looks like for you along the way. That's right. It reminds me of a video that I posted in my group, and it's by Oprah. She's like, there is no rub path. And I have to, oh my goodness, I, I have to watch that video now that I talk about. There is no wrong path because if you're going to, if you think you're in the wrong path, you're going to be redirected in the path that you need to go. There is no wrong path. You have the right to change your mind along the way. And like when you write down what you want, take the limitations off. Don't put no limitations on yourself. Exactly. Love it. Well, thank you for sharing all of those tips and resources. Absolutely. I think that they're really great places to start. I think journaling is super important as well. It's something that has really helped me. And not being afraid to sit in uh, uncomfortable, like you said. Because mm -hmm. it might sound scary to some people to be like, what do I want? I don't know. <laughs> so be willing to sit and be uncomfortable for a little while. And that's okay. That's totally normal. As you continue to take action, right. it will bring clarity. So. Yes, it will. Amazing. All right, LaQuisha. Well, tell us where everyone can find you. And I know you're still working on your, your program that's going to come out in 2024. So where can we stay updated on that information? You can go to LaQuishaBritt.com and on social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram, LaQuisha Britt. If you want to follow my podcast, Shift Your Focus and Slate, Season two will come up soon. So you can just type in Spotify, Spotify and Apple, shift your focus and slay with LaQuisha Britt and I'll pop right up. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today and joining me and sharing your experience. I really appreciate it. It's been, it's been a pleasure. Thank so. you for having me. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. LaQuisha has such a vibrancy about her and her kindness just exudes. It just makes it easy to be with her. And I love her energy and passion around the work that she's doing. I also love that the conversation came full circle and everything just kind of aligned. It just means that the message that was shared was truly meant for you. If you resonated with LaQuisha's story and you want more inspiring content from her, don't forget to check out her podcast, Shift Your Focus and Slay. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Shift Your Day Job podcast for more incredible stories, expert advice, and actionable steps to propel your career in a direction that truly fulfills you. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep shifting, and keep making those career moves.